This is Truth Be Told, Hosea 4-6 podcast um, coming to you on this noon. Um, it's a little cloudy, but it's still a good day, um, you know, and in, in even spiritual sense and reality sense, there is a little cloud that's over our heads now, um, you know, a cloud that's probably been lingering for years, not probably has been lingering for years, and how we... Um, how we look at the gospel and how we look at racial uh, uh, tension and, and, and re uh, reconciliation within the church, within the body of Christ. Um, so here we are, Jamal Sapp here. What's happening to people? Your boy, Trev, a.k.a. Trevor Delaney. Doctor, Reverend Doctor. He left <laughs> off that part. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man. So, um, so we have what's his name? George Floyd. That's his name. George Floyd. George, George Floyd, Floyd. Another black male um, who's lost his life at the hands of a white police officer. Um, another situation that happened: a white woman calls the police on a black man and tells him what she's going to do beforehand, and still does it right, while right. she's being recorded. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. Um, when I heard about that one, I, I just knew it was a joke. I knew it was, you know, something rehearsed, acted out. But apparently it's real. She got fired and everything. And um, the the rescue dog she adopted, um, the, the, the group, the organization wanted the dog back. She gave the dog back. So, um, Trevor, we got some problems, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We we still are facing racist problems. I mean, I'm trying to think of ways we can kind of clean up, but I mean, we can't clean this up. We can't keep sweeping it under the rug. You know, this these are issues we must face. You right. know, this is for many of us. This is our reality. Mm -hmm. Until Christ comes back, or you know, establishes kingdom. This is our reality. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it it sucks, but, you know, being black men, we have to pray we're not the next hashtag, mm -hmm. you know, that we have these conversations with our sons and godsons and nephews and nieces and daughters, you know, about how to move in society because it's almost every week, every other week, once or twice a month, we're always seeing where it's an issue with race. And a like lot for, of them go unseen. A lot of them, exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's whoever is nearby with the cell phone. Mm -hmm. Pull it out and we're going to record this because it can get out of hand quick. You know what I'm saying? Like homegirl in, in uh, Central Park yesterday, she said, I'm going to let them know you're an African-American male. So what is she doing? She used one, she's using white privilege. Mm -hmm. And two, that speaks to the state of affairs of police departments around the country, 
when it comes to views of black men. Mm-hmm. Well, because I'm a white woman, they're going to come to my rescue. It's going to be 15, 20 cops deep. You know, you already know you guilty because of that. You know, I mean, George Floyd wrote a bad, supposedly wrote a bad check. That's what them folks in the store were saying was, oh, we thought he was writing a bad check. And so you got it. The man was already in handcuffs sitting down. They am sitting down and they picked him up and then, you know, one thing led to another. It was three of them on him. And mm. then the cop, now what we didn't see a lot of is just now coming out from another angle. Um, We saw the one cop, white male, with his knee on his neck. Mm-hmm. But there were two others that was holding him down right where his hands were handcuffed behind his back. And it looked like another, I couldn't tell, I think she was female. Uh, This cop was female, was on his legs. Crazy. You know, but he was not resisting. I mean, he could have just been trying to get himself in a comfortable position. Mm-hmm. And you hear this man pleading for his life. And like a lot of people saying, this man had gratification knowing that he had his knee on the back of a black man's neck taking his life. And Jesus said in the Gospels, whatever is in your heart is going to come out in your mind. And I'm going to say it's going to come out in your actions, too. Whatever is stored up in the heart, the mouth will speak, but it's also going to come in actions. Hatred was in that man's heart. You can't tell me no otherwise, you know. And so, the, oh, go, go ahead. No, you good, bro. The, I, I think one of the um, un, unfortunate things as well is that, you know, so many times, um, you know, people people will say, you know, that you go pulling that race car, that you go pulling that race car, that you go pulling that race car, but it's like, you know, at a certain point in time, you have to remove those blindfolds. You have to remove those shades from your eyes you do. and see the and see the bigger picture. For one, that's not something that you say to a black person because you don't have an idea of what we um, go through, what we experience, and 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 even if even if there's a person who hasn't gone through some type of like blatant racist act or you know they may have been uh, you know just a product of prejudice a project mm. uh, product of some type of bias or mm. stereotype you know you 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 can't just throw that card out and say well here you go playing a race card because it's different it's right different. right you know, right there's you know. a bigger picture to see oh yeah you know when you raise in that 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 shelter almost mm. you know you don't you you have those blinders up but when you raise in a context like most black and brown people are, mm-hmm. you know, you see how the system is not for us. You know, mm-hmm. the racism just doesn't come in, 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 in a, a police uniform. It comes when you're trying to get a business loan. Mm-hmm. It comes when you, when, you know, you're trying to better yourself in any type of regard. You always got somebody fighting you, you know, it, um, there's various other ways trying to apply for a job and you, you know, here you are a black man and you got all these degrees, you got all the credential in the world. They would rather give your position to a white man who has a felony record. Mm-hmm. That's a known fact. You know, that's, that's what we're fighting against. You know, we're just trying to make it, mm-hmm. you know, we are trying to leave something for our children as well. But I mean, like his book out, um, talking about the new Jim Crow. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been meaning to get and want to read that book, man. But, you know, it's true. It's that they, they've changed uniforms. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they changed them white sheets 
white hoods and they're putting on different uniforms, you mm-hmm. know? And so it's, it's sad. I mean, it's, um, I went to high school, man, uh, you know, well-known high school around the area, very large, um, population. Yeah. And just, just recently, man, this, this guy graduated. Of course, I didn't really know. I mean, we had like close 700 people graduate in my class, you know, large class, <sighs> but this guy, police officer, was taken down because they found out he was in a white nationalist group. Wow. Yeah. And so that's what we going against. It's not, and this is, listen to me clear, this is not an indictment on all police officers because we certainly pray right. for y'all. We thank you for your services. Uh, we love on y'all. You know, but these are the ones, this is for the ones that, you know, have something in their heart against people of color. Like, what do we do to you? You know? I try to mind my business as best as I can, man. Right. <laughs> right. You know, right. but it's, it's, it's a problem when you have a cop car behind you mm-hmm. and you got to literally start praying. Mm-hmm. Are you shaking? Like, man, you know, everything's running through your head, man. Did I, my tags aren't expired, man. My, my lights are straight. You know, you running through the game, my tent too dark, you know, all this stuff starts going through your mind because you know if he or she flicks them lights on and they, you know, they know they got a black or brown person, mm-hmm. you already know five more squad cars about to pull up. Exactly, you know? exactly. You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I've been in that situation, man. I got stopped by a state state trooper one time, man. He, I just had on a random coat, man, like an A-Rex coat. And he asked me, did I have what those gang signs? What? <laughs> I when I was in high school, I was like, I mean. <laughs> It was just a old. It was a code I got from D, a varsity code I got from DTLR. He's like, "So what gang are you in?" I said, I "Ain't in no gang." He's like, "So what's all them patches on your coat?" I was like, "It's just patches." You know, and that's stereotypical. Stereotypical. You know? It's it's sad, but that's our reality. You know, almost like trying to look for something, trying to look for something to get on you or to put on you, something else to put on you, and. I always think to myself, you know, um, you know, I wish I was a police officer. I wish I went into that field because mm-hmm. maybe, maybe I just might have a chance, a better chance, yeah, a higher yeah. chance to walk away, and, you know, unscathed, you know, flash my badge. Hey, what's going on, brother? You know, yeah, was too. Yeah, I'm- they just, you know, they walk away and keep it going. But it's like that's not my reality. So, you know, I, I have to do what I can and, and the best I can. And I even think to myself, you know, um, I have this mechanical engineering degree, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I own my own home, mm-hmm. never been arrested, mm-hmm. ever, um, never even gotten a speeding ticket, man. Um, you know, uh, never even been written up in school, never even got a referral, yeah. but it's like, you know, it doesn't matter how good of a citizen you are. It doesn't matter what your past look like because of the fact um, that I look the way that I look. Mm-hmm. That's still what, you know, what people see. Oh, yeah. Gonna see it yeah. Day day. You, you, it's, um, it's a memes man out there where, um, you know, it's like a little boy at a doctor's office and they're asking, you know, what is this on my back? And it's a bullseye. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can't get it off. And so the dad has to explain to him what that is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, hearing stories of, you know, our grandfathers and and fathers, 
you know, great uncles, great, great uncles going off to war, fighting for mm. a country and coming back home and being reduced to being called a nigga, a, a boy, you know, spat on. And you just right. fought and put your life on the line. In some cases, they, these men were shot, you know. Mm. But their rights are swept under the rug, you know. It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, um, I was talking to my wife and I was like, yeah, I said, you know, you, you really don't have to talk to the cops when they stop you, you know. I refuse to answer questions, you know. But let's face reality. <laughs> if you and I was to say that, you know, they're looking at us like we are uppity nigga. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. You know, they're going, oh, what you talking about? What you got or something to hide? They start pressing you, you exactly. know? So exactly. it, it's a movie, man. That, um, I think it's called The Hate They Give. Mm-hmm. Man, it's a powerful movie, man. That um, The father taught his his children, you know, what to do when cops stop you. I mean, it was a young age. He said, keep your hands where they can see them, you know? Uh, don't make any sudden moves, no nothing. But that's the kind of conversations we have to have in our communities for our children to come home. Mm-hmm. Because there are men and women out there that's looking to kill one of us as a badge for their secret clan or whatever they are part of. Mm-hmm. It has a, a hatred in their heart. And I, my mind goes to uh, John's epistle. How could you say that you love God whom mm-hmm. you've never seen, but you hate me, your brother, supposed to be your brother in Christ, whom you see on the daily or you see, you know, but you hate me because of my skin color. I haven't done anything to you. It's, and it's unfortunate, man. It is. And that's, that's where, you know, the body of Christ needs to stand up. I mean, to my white evangelical pastor friends, you mm-hmm. got to say something. You got to do something besides liking posts on Instagram and Facebook. There's some, you know, it's not an indictment on those that are reposting this, mm-hmm. you know, but what is it so that you just repost it until you start having these congr- conversations in your congregations on the most packed day of the week on Sunday mornings when mm-hmm. we're able to go back because of coronavirus, which we need y'all to speak out. It's just like um, uh, the Great Awakening in England when uh transatlantic slave trade was going a great revival broke out and they stood up mm-hmm. and they said, man, that, that slave trade is wrong. And so they petitioned parliament or the government or King, whatever was in power at that time, you know? Um, and they sent the British sent a blockade of ships to mm-hmm. stop this uh, transatlantic slave trade. And then the slave trade started with the Arabs who slave, who enslaved, let's, let's say that clear. Cause y'all hating on us over here, Chris, <laughs> who enslaved more Africans, the mm-hmm. Arab than the Christians. So they sent another blockade over there, you know? So, I mean, in some sense, you know, you got to feel one part of your body or the body of Christ aching. Exactly. If exactly. I break my bone in my arm, the rest of my body's going to feel. I, I remember, man, I was powerlifting, man. And uh, I went down to bed. I was, you know, going through my warm-ups at 225, and I took that bar down, and my left pec, pectoral muscle tore clear from the bicep across the chest off the bone. I could not sleep for three days because mm. it felt, it literally felt like that whole side was on fire. You mm. know, my whole body felt it, you know? And so the same thing that when one part of the church goes through something, yeah, when some people go through, y'all have got to feel that too, man. 
You know, y'all say something. We come to your churches. You know, you want a fellowship. You know, you want to you want to mend together, but it's just so much for lights, camera, action, man. It's it's work beyond that. You know, you come into our neighborhoods to do ministry. Mm -hmm. That's another time for another day. You got <laughs> you can't come in somebody's backyard and tell them you there to help the, you there, and you just start doing work without letting them know because that's that's really putting them down for the yeah. work that they're doing. You know, mm -hmm. they speak the lingo of that neighborhood. They understand. You know, hey, look, y'all might not want to go over there, man, because there's some gangs over there that really don't play. You know, right. So anywho. Right. And, you know, um, to your point of what you were saying about, um, you know, when when one part of the body hurts, the whole body, you know, feel it or at least is expected to feel it. I sure feel it. At least. That's that's the you know, that's that's the heart of Christ or at least the peace or part of the heart of Christ mm -hmm. is that, you know, you feel what other people feel. Yes, yes. And I, 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 you know, you can see it in the scriptures. Jesus felt what other people felt. You know, yes. he, he, even though he was God in the flesh, he felt what other people felt because of the fact that he was God in the flesh. And he was able to see what people dealt with and see how, how, how people were burdened with so much. And that was one of the reasons why um, the father sent him, you know, is to reconcile all of his children, all of his creation back to himself. Right. And so when we look at it as, as believers, you know, we have to, you know, question ourselves, you know, in, in all facets of injustice, um, homelessness, um, yes, et cetera, et cetera, whatever the issue is, right. Where truly is your heart at, you know, where, where's your heart at? And one of the arguments, like, when a lot of this stuff started to come to light, one of the arguments was, you know, well, we just can't focus on one group. We just can't focus on one group. And that's not what we're asking. That's not what, you know, what majority of black Americans are asking or looking for. We're not looking for you to just focus on one thing. Right. But if you're going to focus on, you know, uh, human trafficking, if you're going to focus on homelessness, mm -hmm. you can't, you can't turn a blind eye to the other side you can't you can't yeah. you know and um I, I really man i you know god bless everybody that does ministry in foreign lands but sometimes man i'm gonna be dead honest i think that some people use and i'm, I'm gonna say this clear you know there's there's non-black institutions mm -hmm. that do missionary in africa and they use that as a point to validate, well, we're doing ministry in Africa. Well, what about the ministry here, man? You know, what about reconciliation, bro? You know, what about coming together? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just more so to do it for lights, camera, action, like I said. But, you know, we are part of y'all. Y'all are part of us. There's no hate in us. I can't, me personally, I can't hate. My maternal grandfather was white. You know what I'm saying? I got white by blood first cousins you know there's no hate in my heart it's just a frustration it's a righteousness um or righteous indignation you know like christ felt in um uh, um mark one um healing of the leopard you know he became indignant i mean i know there's there's debates about what that greek term indignation means right there you know but i mean if we take it as meaning compassion um mm -hmm you know, or anger, you know, it just depends what, 
um, manuscript you're reading as far as how they translate it. But nonetheless, he felt something. He, he you know, even charging the Pharisees, um, Luke uh, 1142, right. with injustice, you know, um, several times. I mean, it, justice is a major theme in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's I was having this conversation with some people. I said, you know, I don't really they asked me, well, why do you call it the Hebrew Bible? I said, I don't have a problem with Old Testament, you know, but I think that some people are trying to make the Old Testament irrelevant for mm-hmm. a Christian. Now. I said, no, it's, it's very profitable f- to help us with our holiness, mm-hmm. uh, with doctrine and good theology, you know. Uh, and so um, with that comes um, having practices of justice you know because that's very important to god i never forget man and i you know this brother had a serious impact man this older man in the faith had serious impact on why i took up apologetics ravi zacharias um you know rest in peace to him um i know he's at home uh praising his lord and savior that he so earnestly preached about with such conviction. So we're praying for his family uh, from mm-hmm. us at TBT, Hosea 4-6. But he said, do you know why racism hurts so bad? He said, racism hurts bad. I'm paraphrasing him because what you're doing is you're desacralizing one race to sacralize another race above that. And he said, race is very sacred to God. Mm-hmm. Very sacred to God. It's a reason why he made me a black man. Mm-hmm. why he made me a descendant of a um uh native american you know uh of an italian great great grandmother uh native american great great grandson uh, uh a descendant of a um my my maternal grandmother who has congolese and cameroon ancestry you know i'm proud because all of them make me who the man i am but my identity is in christ jesus but i'm still not blind to the fact that i am a colored you know, I'm yeah. a colored man. I'm I'm a black man, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that it more so it, it, it really can speak to the church. I mean, how beautiful the church is with such vast array of colors and people. I mean, right. you know, and that's why I said if something is to continuously happen to Hispanics over here and they're in the body of Christ, we should feel some type of way. You know, um, if some if even if she was on the other foot. You know, with um, our our evangelical brothers and sisters, not just evangelical brothers, but our Caucasian brothers, there's something going on with them. We should rise up because we are in Christ. You know. Yep. So that's good, man. That's good, and you know, I I think it's I think it's just very plain and simple, man. I think it's very plain and simple to see. Um, you know, just like we said before, you know, for some reason. There are these blinders, there are these these shades over people's eyes, and um, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna end my point with this. I like I like what someone said. Uh, I saw them say it on Facebook. They said, um, "Stop." It, it may have been you. No, I don't think it was you, but uh, I saw someone say, um, "You know, stop teaching your kids not to see color, because that's an unrealistic view of what the world is. Right? Because we are all different, and we all look different." And we're always going to look different. Preach. So when it comes to, you know, race and everything, um, you know, that's something to teach your child. But you teach your child, especially for Christians, you teach your child to understand race in, in, in a loving way, in a way that, you know, don't 
don't single that person out just because of how they look. But right. at the same time, seek to understand what they may go through, how they feel. Um, um, you know, be cognizant of the things that you say, the stereotype and the biases that you have. I'm going to share this one experience um, real quick. Um, someone close to me uh, uh, is in this um, program and one of her colleagues made a comment and he said um, um, he, he works with all black women. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, yeah, you know, at my school, you know, there's all black women and, and I, 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 um, I work for all black women and you know how that is. And <laughs> it's just kind of super stereotypical. And, you know, it, it almost struck me as like a, like, like a white savior mentality. Like they need someone like me and this, this man was white, you know, they need someone like me to come and, and make everything level and make everything plain. And that's, you know, that's problematic. That's very problematic uh, within itself. So, um, you know, I think we should do a part two. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. It's, a, a part it's, two of this, because this, uh, this is a good conversation, and I think it definitely needs to be had. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I, You know what? I'll, I'll reserve what I'm going to say for part two. So, you know. I'm I, I got something coming, man. I just, you know, I'm gonna reserve what I am saying, but I do let me say this in part. Um, I've got a pastor, a dear pastor friend of mine who is in the city of Minneapolis. And um, you know, please let's pray for the city of Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, that area. Um, you know, I spoke with him last night. I spoke with him on this morning. Um, it's a lot of unrest, unease. Um, but also let's continue to pray um, that the body of Christ stands tall and that we come together and Definitely. that we learn how beautiful our church capital C is with the vast array of folks that mm-hmm. make up that body. Definitely. Definitely. That's good. That's good. Um, shoot. Let's, uh, Let's close out in prayer. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. close out in a little prayer. Um, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for another opportunity to come before you, to use um, with the platform that you have led us to, um, to engage in conversations that may not be held in, in every platform, but we praise uh, praise you for allowing us to be able to do this, to be able to use our mouths, to be able to use our experiences, our, our, our hearts and our intellect. Um, to to uh, engage in the things that you have given us to engage in um, in, in the world and, and within a, a church aspect. We pray, Father, for, um, for, for all men, for all black men who may be uh, fearful, who may be fearful of their lives, who may live a life um, always looking over their shoulder, wondering if they'll be able to see um, tomorrow. Uh, we ask that uh, first and foremost, they come to know you if they don't know you. They come to know your son. They come to know, uh, come to know you. They come to be filled with your spirit, and they uh, they have a life lived for you. Um, secondly, we also pray that um, you 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 give them peace in their minds and in their hearts um, to accept and to realize that they are made in your image, um, despite the color of their skin, and that um, they are perfect in your sight, and that um, we are um, are 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 good, um, just as as you said, all creation is good um, on the sixth day. 
Uh, we know that we are too good and, and perfect in your sight. Um, uh, we also pray for those who, who may have stereotype racism, uh, biases in their heart against Black people. We pray that they, uh, they, they too come into knowledge of you or they don't know you. And when they come into that knowledge, but even if, if not, that you bring it to their minds and you bring it into their hearts so that they may address those stereotypes and those biases um, 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 uh, 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 against black people so that um, we can have a more unified front. We may live a more peaceful life um, um, between races and, 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 and between ethnicities. Let's continue to have your way. Fill our hearts with your love. Let us not be consumed by rage, um, but to be consumed with peace, be filled with love, and to continue to share your gospel and to shine your light um, no matter who we are. We thank you and we love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yo, right quick, right quick. Y'all be on the lookout on our Instagram page. I will be dropping a video about resources on forgiveness, race, and reconciliation. Peace. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Love you.